Hello, good evening, and welcome to Free Speech Zone. Now, I'm parked in the middle of the woods, in a lay-by, here in Buckinghamshire. It's uh, 20 to 9 at night here in the UK. Uh, And I'm a bit apprehensive, and I never usually am. This is ridiculous, but I thought I'd do a podcast about it. Now, (laughs) I was trolling through YouTube earlier, and one of the recommendations to my channel was something called uh, Dog Dogmen, the Dogman Archives, the Dogman, Dogman Encounters, Dogman Encounters. Uh, so <laughs> I had a look, and it's basically uh, a bunch of people in the United States of America. This could only happen in the United States of America. <laughs> oh, dear. And these people are given, like, nearly between 30, 30 minutes and an hour to tell their spiel. Fair, fair play on the presenter of the show. He talks like that. Why Why don't you give us your story? He's like that, the way he talks. Reminds me of, do you remember the old John Carpenter film, The Fog, where the, um, the radio presenter, the female radio presenter, she'd say, um, Antonio Bay, like that, but in a male voice. It's funny. Fair play to the presenter. He lets them tell them, the people, about it, the, the, themselves, their lives. And then he says, okay, now give us your story. Like that. <laughs> and these people go on for about half an hour, an hour, into their encounter with, <laughs> get this, right? A big creature, a big fucking werewolf, basically, that's stalking the woods. Of the United States, and it's called the Dogman. It's basically a big, hairy, muscly uh, man with the head of a dog. <laughs> Can you believe it? Can you fucking believe it? Uh, and now I'm laughing at this, right? These people are so fucking serious. They're deadly serious, but there's no pictures. It's like Bigfoot. Even though I believe I've had an encounter with the Bigfoot himself. Then again, it was in the fog in Canada back in 2003, winter 2003, and it was in the Banff National Park. Uh, I was on top of Mount St. Nicholas, I think it was Mount St. Nicholas, and we were doing R&R for a week. So we were on top of this log cabin, uh, on top of this huge mountain, and we were going to be walking over a glacier. There was about eight of us with an instructor, and that was it for a week. Uh, And... One morning, it was like really, uh, really early in the morning, I really wanted to go for a pee. Nature was calling. And I didn't like using like the indoor lavatory thing because it was a black hole beneath me. And anything could be in there. That could grab my ass or my whatever. So <laughs> me being me back then, even though I was a tough guy soldier, I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll go into the stream, which is a couple of metres outside, and have a pee in there. They wouldn't mind. So I got up. It was a bit light, but not too dark. And it was really, really foggy. But not foggy where I couldn't see where I was going. Anyway, I went to the stream, I had a piddle, and then I smelt this awful smell of ammonia. It was a mix of ammonia and wet dog. So I thought, what the fuck's that? So I thought, Jesus, and there was a big black shadow in front of me. And it was probably about five, six metres away from me. But the it was shrouded in mist. I could see what it was. I thought, oh, fuck me, it's a bear. And it was stood up. I thought it was going to get me. So I remember what they told us the days before. If you encounter a bear, you don't turn your back on it. So I backed off to the cabin. My 
cock still hanging out my zip. <laughs> my trousers, whatever. Uh, and, and that was it. And then I remembered looking at it. When I got into the like, cabin, I thought, hang on. That couldn't have been a bear because this thing had shoulders. It was about seven to eight feet tall. I couldn't see features, right? It was about seven to eight feet tall. Uh, it had shoulders, big, big, broad shoulders. Um, and the gaps between the gap between its legs. If if you can imagine a bear stood up, it hasn't got much of a gap between its legs. It's got like an upside down U, hasn't it? But this thing had a really tall A shaped gap between its legs. I thought, fucking what the fuck. Anyway, so <laughs> I got back. Uh, the instructor was up. He was making breakfast. I said, oh, what were you doing? Oh, I went for a piddle. And I'm too scared to use the lavatories here. Because <laughs> it's basically a big black hole. And anything could be in there. And he laughed. Uh, and I said, can you smell that smell? And he goes, what was that? And I said, ammonia and like wet dog. And he goes, no. And he looked at me really funny. Looked at me really, really funny. I thought... I bet he's encountered this thing as well. So I said nothing more. Anyway, so I went, had the breakfast, and we went to the glacier. We were all tied up with ropes and our backpacks and spikes on our boots. And then the instructor was, there was an instructor in front and an instructor at the back. No, he wasn't an instructor at the back. He was a senior fusilier at the back, which wasn't me, surprisingly. Uh, and then he stopped and he looked around. He took his glasses, his sunglasses off. He looked around and he looked kind of panicky. And then he looked down on the floor and he was like making a circle watching this thing on the floor. I thought, what the fuck's he looking at? And so we all got up to him and we could see the start of a set of tracks. Now, I took a picture of this track. And it was, I can't remember that done with the original thing, but it was in the old Kodak disposable camera. And it must be my mother's house in North Wales somewhere anyway. I took a picture. It was on my Facebook page. I'm not on Facebook anymore. Fuck that shit. And it was a set of tracks that went on to the distance over the ridge. And this thing had five big toes on it. And it was twice the size of my, my boot. Now, I'm a size 10. Now, with these hiking or oh, glacier boots, you have to wear like two, three pairs of socks because they're big to protect your ankles or whatever. This footprint, these footprints were twice the size of my my boot, my hiking boots, glacier boots. We couldn't believe it. And then I told the guy, I thought, this is probably a fucking prank. They've probably got someone up here already with these things on their shoes to just do this. But the guy looked scared. It was cold, but he had he was one of these people who was really tanned and had natural red cheeks. There was no colour in his face. The blood had drained from his face. And then he told us to go back. And we only done half the day. So we went back to the cabin. He went outside, made a few phone calls. Uh, and then the next morning we were gone. So we had like two, three days left on this R&R, &R, glacier, hiking, climbing, whatever. And we had to come back. I, I really wanted to ask him why, but I can imagine why. I am more inclined to believe in a Bigfoot, a big hairy monkey type guy, beast, whatever, that's elusive, than a big hairy man with a head of a fucking dog. But these people on the Dogman encounters, they are serious. They are deadly, deadly serious. 
And it's only now, and I laugh at these people, when I'm parked in the woods here in Buckingham, in the dead of night, <laughs> I start thinking about it. But of course it can't be true, can it? Can it? It can't be true. And then I listen to a few more episodes for a laugh. And then there's one. One was seen in Kent here in the UK, in England. Can you believe that? Kent. So there's a dogman here in Kent in the UK. It's utter bullshit, folks. There's no such thing. There is no such thing. It can't be, can it? Anyway, that's me uh, podcast. Until my next one, folks. Um, adios. And take care. Don't have nightmares, for fuck's sake. <laughs>